let me tell you guys, this is way different instead of being in front of a camera. <laughs> the last time I preached, I was just looking at a camera lens, and now I get to see everyone's faces. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Go ahead. Cool. Okay. Um, so as Eric said, I'm Caleb, for you guys who not know me. Um, I was actually doing the dual degree program with K-State up until this current semester. Um, I decided that I just wanted to do straight MCC and pursue a youth ministry degree over there. And it was something that I've been struggling with for a while. Um, and just being with the middle school students, with Kevin and leading that group and everything, it just kind of dawned on me that this is something that I really wanted to do. So I decided to drop K-State and just go straight over to MCC. And uh, I felt really, really relieved about this decision. I felt like this is where God was calling me. And that even though COVID and some other whack stuff had happened already earlier this semester, this semester was going to be one of the best semesters I was ever going to have. Because I was just super excited to start going down this path. Very quickly, it turned out that that semester would not be a very fun semester. Um, those were some of the most stressful weeks of my entire life. Just a, a lot of changes happened in a small amount of time. And for anyone who does know me, knows that I do not deal with change very well. My mom's over there shaking her head, no. Um, and uh, when I get stressed, I, I often shut down and I, uh, I don't know how to deal with it. And I, I let it all pile up into this ball of stress and then... I end up saying to myself, yeah, this is, a, this is a future Caleb problem, so I'm just gonna push it down and then future Caleb can deal with it later. Um, but I still realize that's affecting me even though I push it down and, uh, and it's still there and all that kind of stuff. Um, and all that I just, just kind of all added up and I, I felt really overwhelmed about halfway through the semester. I had uh, no idea where God was taking me or what he was even planning for the semester. Um, I was just very confused and kind of angry with everything that was going on. Uh, but at the peak of all of this, I was listening to this sermon about acts that mature your faith. Um, and the preacher, Timothy Atik, from Breakaway, brought up in the sermon, Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Um, and this is actually going to be the passage that we're going to be looking at today. The passage says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle, humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Man, reading that for the first time or hearing that for the first time made me feel a certain type of way, as Kevin and I would say. It just kind of struck me, and I was like, man, that's, that's super cool to think about. Um, and the last sermon I preached about was finding beauty in the suffering, and now this sermon is about finding rest for the restless. And I feel like these two topics can actually go hand in hand. I find myself finding beauty in suffering quite often, but I struggle with taking time to rest in those moments. Um, and like I said, my mind usually just goes all over the place. Like, I'll start thinking about one thing that doesn't stress me out, and then immediately I'll think about one thing that stresses me out, and then another thing, and then another thing, and then another thing, and it just goes into this ball of stress. And I, I think all the guys have seen that several times. <laughs> I'll just be pacing back and forth in my dorm room, or now my room at my house, just full of stress. Um, and I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go with it. Um, I don't want to face those emotions, because I'm kind of scared of what that will bring out. Um, I don't like dealing with my emotions, and I will do everything in my power to avoid dealing with my emotions. And I see Corey Bates over there nodding his head, and Kevin's clapping. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but the, so I often find myself wondering, where am I supposed to go with all this? Um, and it's actually quite, quite clear once we read this passage where Jesus tells us to go. He says, come to him, all who is weary and burdened. In those moments when the load is getting heavy, um, he, wants you to he wants you to come to him, and he's going to help you take care of that load. One way that I had it described to me recently is that we're all carrying this sack, and the sack is full of bricks. 
and each brick is a different problem that we have in our life or a different problem that we face. And we end up putting these bricks in our backs because we don't want to deal with them. And we keep piling bricks on, and more bricks and more bricks into the bag until the bag is overflowing or too heavy to hold. But we find ourselves not wanting to deal with it, so we just push the bricks down even further than they already are, and we pick up the bag and we keep going until that burden gets extremely heavy again. We look at it, we press it all down, and then we keep filling it up. But Jesus tells us that he wants us not just to hand over the bricks, he wants us to hand over our sack to him, and he's just going to unpack it all for us. So why is it hard, so hard for us to get there, though? Why is it so hard for us to hand over our burdens to him? Let me ask you one more question. What is keeping you coming from that point with him? Is that a fear of what he's going to tell you to do? Is it a fear of not knowing what path he's going to lead you down once you start doing that? Or is it as simple as, I don't know? And I was on that I don't know path. I did not know what that was going to mean or how to even get there. It took me a while to start even getting to that point, obviously, as I just started doing it this semester. Um, and I'm still not 100% there. I often find myself struggling when I get very stressed. Um, that I, I just kind of sit there and I'm like, whatever, I don't want to deal with this. And I turn away from God. But one, uh, one really cool thing that I figured out that we could do is that we could actually pray to him. God wants us to have a communication line with him. And prayer is going to be our easiest way to do that. Um, one really cool thing that I've been doing is one of our professors taught us is this thing called a breath prayer. So it's just, you just breathe in, you breathe out. And as you breathe in, you say something. Mine is, I'm not okay. And as I breathe out, I say, God be with me. And it's just in those moments, it's really cool to have that line of communication with God, even though it's just simple like that. And it's still a long process. And... Um, like I said, I'm still not 100% there. But I think one of the, the big reasons I really struggled with this at first is because I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed to come to Jesus in the way that I was. Um, I think we can all get caught up in thinking that we need to dress up before we come to Jesus, that we need to get those clothes that you guys know the girls will notice or put on that good cologne or those shoes from the top shelf and then get all of our, all of our mess in one nice, neat little pile and then we can come to Jesus. Say, look at me, I have everything together. Let's go. But I don't think Jesus wants us to come to him like that. He wants us to come to him broken and not knowing where we're going. He wants us to come to him when we are questioning our faith, when we are mad or even disappointed in what he's doing in our lives. Um, but like, we, like, we, like I said, we often feel ashamed when we come to him in those moments. And that's why we can turn to things of this world. Um, things of this world can give us that instant satisfaction. Um, like Instagram, getting one like on Instagram or a couple likes on Instagram usually makes someone feel pretty good. Or getting uh, one laugh emoji on Facebook from a political meme, um, just going with the current environment, I think that can make people feel pretty good. Um, or even just a swipe up on a Snapchat story can make some kids feel pretty good. Um, but um, God wants us to come to him humble. Like he said earlier in the passage, he said, come to me all who are weary and burdened. Uh, what was it? Let me go back, sorry. My iPad's tweaking out. Um, for I am gentle and humble in heart. That's what Jesus said. I think Jesus wants to, us to come to him in that same kind of mindset, knowing that we don't have it all together and willing to admit that we need his help. I think one thing that we can all agree on in this room is that God is good, am I right? So why do we believe that he's going to judge us when we come to him? Why do we get caught up in that mindset? And I know what you might be thinking. You might be thinking, yes, I understand. I understand that I need to trust him, but that's scary. That's a scary thought to trust in him fully. 
um, I don't know what this is going to look like for my life, and I don't know if I'm willing to make that decision to make that change. I'm just simply scared. Let me be the first to tell you that it's okay. He's got you. He's going to be right there next to you. And I guarantee you, yes, your life is going to look extremely different once you start going down this path. Um, but as Jesus tells us, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart. And if you all don't know what a yoke is, which I did not know what a yoke was until I started like, doing research on this passage, um, apparently it's this wooden beam that goes across the shoulder of an animal, and it uh, helps the animal either pull a load or like, till a field and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool to think about it in this image that God is going to take our yoke upon us, and then he's also going to give us his yoke, which is kind of cool because I don't know if you guys know about Jesus, but Jesus lived a pretty, pretty cool life um, here on earth, and he, had this, he just had this thing where he just like, could take anything and just make it his own and take away problems and burdens from people. And he wants to do that for us, but he also wants us to carry his yoke which is going to be extremely light, not just because it's Jesus' yoke, but he's also going to be right there next to us, carrying not only our burdens, but also his yoke. Um, and yeah, it's going to suck. You're going to feel pushed and pulled in ways that you guys could never imagine. Um, but like I said earlier, I was really pumped for the semester, and uh, everything just seemed to go south at one time. Um, I was struggling um, with the passing of my mom almost um, through, through all of this. Um, I didn't know what God was doing through that. I was extremely upset. Um, I already had several things go wrong this semester, and then just to add this onto there, it's just, it was tough. Um, I had several angry prayers to God up until actually the point of writing the sermon. Um, and I remember uh, I had a conversation with one of our staff members at MCC. His name's Kevin Foster. Um, I remember it was just, I think, three days after the, her passing. Um, and I, was, I just listened to this sermon about acts of mature faith and everything and talking about Jesus taking the yoke and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I was over at his house just kind of venting and explaining everything and uh, crying a lot. <laughs> I think a lot of people can vouch that I cry a lot. So um, I was just over there crying. And uh, I remember at one point in our conversation, he just kind of looked at me with this. If you know Kevin Foster, he just has this look that he gives you. And you, just, you know it's going to be something dumb, but it's going to be something good. Um, he looked at me with that look, and he said, Caleb, this is going to be a little weird, but I need to tell you this right now. I said, and I looked at him like, eyes full of tears. <laughs> and he, uh, he said, um, I just, I just want to tell you right now that um, she says it's okay. Um, Mama's up there with, with him. That, uh, um, that everything's okay, and that she, she's proud of the path that you're going down, and that um, everything's going to be okay. And I remember in that moment, I kind of had this, this realization that God had full control of what's going on in my life. I had this moment of rest when I had gone into this mindset of giving God complete control. And I don't think God just wants us to experience tiny moments like that. I think he wants us to experience that throughout our entire lives. Um, I'm going to reference that sermon I listened to one more time. That sermon was actually over um, Psalms 23. Um, and the first two verses of Psalms 23 is, um, The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want, and he makes me lie down in green pastures. I'm sure everyone has heard these verses at least one point in your life. If not, that's cool. I'm glad I get to tell you that today. Um, but important part is David is writing these psalms. Um, he uses the image of God being our shepherd, which is actually used all throughout the Bible, and I'm sure most of you guys know that, that 
God being our shepherd is one of the profound themes throughout the entire Bible. Um, but one thing I did not know, which is a fact that Timothy Atik brought up in this sermon, um, is that David is saying that he's the sheep. And a really cool fact about sheep is that they will not lie down out of fear of dying of hunger or thirst. Let me say that one more time. A sheep will not lie down after, out of fear of dying of hunger or thirst. So it's kind of cool the image that David is painting here for us. Is that David is the sheep, and sheep will not lie down unless they are, feel completely safe and they feel like they have enough food, enough water, and that their shepherd's going to be with there with them throughout the entire time. So David paints this image of him laying down in this field after everything that David's gone through in his life. He has this, he has this connection with God that he can find rest and that he can feel safe and he can be vulnerable where he's at right there. Um, that no matter how tired, no matter how hungry, no matter how stressed, no matter how angry we get, God will always be enough. Um, that he doesn't want us to worry about those bricks anymore because he's going to be one holding them, not us. Um, but the really cool thing is that we have Jesus. Uh, Jesus not only is God, but he also lived the life of a sheep. He lived that life of knowing what fear, hunger, thirst, and all that kind of stuff felt like. So we have this God who not only knows what it's like to be God, but it's what it's also like to be a sheep. So we can very confidently trust in him when he says, follow me, that he will lead us to those green pastures, and that we will be able to lie down and find full rest in him. I think that's really cool, especially in the peak of all the craziness that's going on in this world. Uh, yeah, I don't think I even need to go into that. There's just, <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of whack stuff going on right now, but I think... I think we can turn to God through all of that and say, here, I'm stressing over this. Take control, take my bricks, and unpack them for me. So, I don't know what season you guys might be in. I don't know if it's a season of stress, a season of anger, a season of sadness, or a season of not knowing where you're going. Or it might be a season of joy, full of peace and rest. Uh, but no matter what season we're in, I think we should all turn to him. I want to give you guys one challenge throughout this next week. And it was a challenge that one of my professors gave me. Shout out MCC, they're pretty dope. But he gave me this challenge to just go spend an hour alone, completely alone in silence with God. He said, Caleb, we can either be hammocking, it could be going on a run, it could be just go sitting out in the woods. But you need to be silent because when God speaks to you, he's going to be gentle. So I really want to encourage you guys to do that. He's waiting, all we have to do is ask. Will you guys please pray with me? Um, Dear Father, I thank you for today. I thank you that uh, we all get to still, still gather here, Lord. I think that's pretty awesome. I thank you for a short message so we can get out of here <laughs> a little early. Um, I just thank you for my friends and family, Lord. And uh, I thank you for everything that you do in my life. Um, I thank you for working on my heart um, through all this stressful stuff that you can help me find rest in you, Lord. I just want to thank you again for everything. I thank you for this church. I thank you for this world that you've given to us. And um, man, you're just an awesome God. In your holy name we pray. Amen.